Good morning. This is Friday, October 10th, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. U.S. opposing China's answer to World Bank. Cry of GOP in campaign, all is dismal. And Cuban migrants in boats again fleeing to the U.S. In today's national headlines, Ebola team in Nebraska puts its skills into practice. Supreme Court blocks Wisconsin voter identification law. And new turmoil in Missouri. In today's business headlines, sluggish global outlook ripples in the markets. The Dow tumbled 335 points yesterday. Merkel hints at German shift in economic policy, and Amazon shops for midtown real estate amid speculation. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Beijing. U.S. opposing China's answer to the World Bank. Jane Perlis has the story. For almost a year, China has been pitching an idea to its neighbors in Asia, a big, internationally funded bank that would offer quick financing for badly needed transportation, telecommunications and energy projects in underdeveloped countries across the region. With the public backing of President Xi Jinping and a pledge from Beijing to contribute much of the $50 billion in initial capital, the plan could be seen as an answer to critics who've long argued that China should take on greater responsibility as a world power. But the United States, perhaps the most vocal of such critics, especially on issues such as climate change and arms proliferation, has not embraced the Chinese proposal. Instead, in quiet conversations with China's potential partners, American officials have engaged in a vigorous campaign to persuade important allies to shun the development bank, according to senior United States officials and representatives of other governments involved. The dispute could escalate in coming weeks, as Beijing pushes to confirm South Korea and Australia as founding partners of the bank in time for Xi to formally announce it at a summit meeting of Asian leaders in November. President Obama is scheduled to attend the meeting, and Washington's pressing the two countries to reject the Chinese plan. Beijing has asked dozens of nations to contribute funds to the bank, which it calls the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank, and hopes it will become a global institution that rivals the World Bank. To give it broader scope, the Chinese have invited and won the support of some wealthy Middle East nations, including Qatar and Saudi Arabia. But if Washington persuades South Korea and Australia to abstain, it would all but ensure membership in the bank would be limited to smaller countries, depriving it of the prestige and respectability the Chinese seek.